Let me take this gravy train and, and zip it towards um, the thumbs up station. Uh, how is how is <laughs> Corona asked if they could pay ten million dollars to change the name, and they then said they would pay an additional ten million dollars for it to be the Bud Light virus. God help the next girl that I make out with, Chris. Oh, same here. You know, that would be the case even if coronavirus wasn't girl, an issue. <laughs> dog is a cute little boy hey everybody welcome to the ugly dragon pot the snuggly dragon podcast this is your host and lover max fisk first order of business your boy's first ever book has been released to the market on the internet on the amazon it's called beef meets world a millennial philosopher runs away to australia and we're getting great feedback. I just talked to a gentleman who read the whole book in one sitting because he couldn't put it down. It's that good. It's a cute little travel memoir about a rakish, thoughtful prince who ups and moves to the other side of the world. There's all kinds of international hijinks in there. Check it out if you like polished diction and silly stories and also some deep insight on life's biggest topics. Paperback and ebook available forever on Amazon.com, which is pretty crazy. For the rest of forever, I'm pretty sure you can buy this book. But why wait? Audiobook also coming your way soon, baby. Also, attention, we've got hats. For a limited time, I repeat, we've got hats. Order your snuggleware now on snugglydragon.com. Okay, uh, that's cool. That's my stuff. Oh, yeah, email us, max at snugglydragon.com. We want to hear your thoughts about life, about global viruses. We want to hear the silliest stuff that you got going on. Send it to us, anything at all, please. Somebody, please, God, uh, email us, max at snugglydragon.com. We'll use whatever you whatever you say, we'll say it. You can give me a promotion for your your butt, whatever you want. We just need audience-driven content. People, come on. All this is a give-and-take relationship. I feel like all you guys are doing is taking. Okay, enough. Today's episode. It's fun. It's all over the place because we fielded about seven calls from real-life people across the nation from all different walks of life discussing their personal reactions to the coronavirus pandemic. Basically, everyone agreed that the worst part of all of this so far was that barely anybody has gotten to see my new haircut. That's a joke. That's a little little funsy for you. A little segue into what is hopefully just a couple of guys going a little crazy during all the quarantine madness, trying to broadcast some positivity, some fun through these difficult times, all right? So, yes, we're making light of things that are serious, and that's not cool to some people, but just go with it, relax. We're trying to, we're making the most out of it, all right? So, slow your horses. Uh, these are two of my oldest buddies, Matthew and Michael. They're joining me in the studio. We have a lot of fun. Uh, check it out. Hope you enjoy. Hope everybody's staying safe out there and 
eating your vitamins and not going too crazy during your quarantine. Uh, thanks for um, like checking in with the show and your support as always. Thanks for buying my book, Hint. You can go ahead and buy that book. And I love you guys, so enjoy the show. Dragon Dragon Podcast episode 104 brought to you by Beef Meets World, which is a new book authored painstakingly by yours truly. Uh, I'm sitting across from a couple old old soulmates of mine. Uh, I got Miguel Greasaber and Matt Quitzel. How's it going, boys? It's going well. Yeah? Doing really well. Okay. Yeah, man. Just trying to get through this uh through this time. Is is some I don't really read the newspapers. Is something going on? Yeah, no, it's not really. Nothing really important. Just uh, just trying to get through the week. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, come on. Weekend yeah. warriors. No, no big news out there. I hear you. I hear that. Uh, anything, anything going on over in this region over here, Miguel? Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, been 102 episodes since my wild. last appearance. Yeah. So, fun fact, my, my guy Matt Q was on episode one. My guy Miguel was on episode three. Did no, I think you were three with Lauren Bradley. I think Jake she was and three. Nick were number Ooh. two. All right, 101 away. My mistake. 101? No, that's, that's great, buddy. I appreciate y'all coming back. We got a really fun show. If everyone could please silence their phones. We got a really great show coming y'all's way. Speaking of phones, we decided this week we're going to take it national. We're going to figure out how this coronavirus is affecting people from different walks of life, from different states. Apparently, we're about to start doing state border patrol. Like, forget country borders. We're about to, like, lock people in based on their states. Have y'all heard about this yet? I did see a post about people trying to go to Florida and making sure that they stay quarantined for 14 days. If they're coming from Louisiana, right? Based on license plate. And it's under threat of, like, jail time and heavy fines and stuff based yeah. on license plate. Interesting. Really, really starting to ruin my summer plans of hitting the flab at least four times. I wonder how the Florida-Bama, like, how it's doing through all this. you got to think they don't have that much, like, overhead because they don't do any upkeep on the building. Um, I guess they're very seasonal. I don't know. I follow them on social media, and I haven't gotten a sense that I haven't really gotten a sense of anything that's going on over there. I mean, I think when you're just serving booze, it's like the overhead, besides like, I guess, hiring the security and all that, mm-hmm. you know, alcohol keeps, you know, it's like, it's not like, uh, yeah, if you're not open, then right. You're just not, everything's just probably sitting on the shelves. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, having to hire security or anything. It's probably, I don't know, a couple people there just like cleaning and maybe they are doing some fix up stuff, but. I couldn't imagine that like yeah. they're like going down. Yeah, that's a, that's a great business plan, I right. guess. Have a, a really low, I mean, I don't want to say low cost because it's an incredible establishment based on the traffic they get and the bands that they get and all this kind of stuff. But I guess it's a, a great business plan to just kind of have a janky, kind of ghetto, lots of plywood built building. And have it a seasonal <laughs> like vacation party spot, like the place to go right it's brilliant what better way to to i guess hide all of the shitty elements of the floor bama than just have people write on everything <laughs> I was gonna sign say. your name on everything <laughs> in permanent marker and nothing uh i don't know also just a, a general cloak of alcoholism that, that also 
ramps up your production value, I guess, or ramps down your production unvalue. Um, what you got over there, Miguel? So let's not forget about their restaurant, their gift shop, and their church, right? <laughs> the church. Church services. Uh, I would say one, at least one of my weddings will be at the Florida Bama. Um, and thanks to the gift shop for supplying most of my apparel. Um, take a guess how many Floribama items I have. Including, okay. We'll, uh, we'll drop the water bottle. We'll, say, we'll just say clothes, just for the sake of time. 20. Oh, wow. A little, a little overshot. Um, I was going to also go count koozies, but we're going to skip that. I, I know of four shirts, the bucket hat. Oh, wow, yeah, I forgot about the bucket hat. Um, the thong, right? <laughs> yep, you know? Uh, the tie-dye thong, for sure. Uh, I think I'm sitting at eight different shirts of varying sleeve length. And uh, really just excited to get a dry fit polo next time I go. I know you got a couple of those. I have one. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Oh, it's great. It's awesome. Nothing better than a dry fit polo with the Floribama. Also, I still got to get that tattoo because you get free cover for life if you tattoo their logo on your person, which may or may not be something I made up, may or may not be something, uh, just a dream of mine that I'm trying to force onto existence. But hey, they say dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Would you agree? I'm a grape, but... What are you dressed up as right now? Um, a <laughs> snuggly dragon. I'm wearing a dry fit polo. I got, got swaggy merchandise on. You can't come at me with this. also got my quarantine stash right over there. Miguel's got a quarantine, quarantine stash as well, hidden by a general uh, beard that's covering the rest of his face. Uh, have you ever considered doing a quarantine stash, Miguel, in an effort of solidarity? Yes. But I decided against it. When was the last time you you did away with the beard? Right before John Miller's bachelor party, 2017. Wow. And it is now 19. 20, 2020. Um, you've had that on your face for th- for almost three years? Mm-hmm. Damn. I, I, there, was a, there was a point in time right after we graduated that Miguel just had a completely bald face. And I was like, dude, you really got to grow the beard back. And I think it was those words that... Made him grow it, and then he hasn't lost it since. I mean, it's definitely more swag. I, I absolutely love it, and it's just become part of your general ethos. I guess, for the sake of variety, I like to just mix it up. Sometimes you go stash, sometimes you go beard, sometimes you go nice clean shave. Uh, do you miss kind of sleep that that sensation of your head on the pillow and just no traffic right there? Not at all. Not at all. It's all about the look for me. Okay. All right. Keep it up, bud. You look great. Um. So we're just kind of moving on through our uh, bulletins here. We, uh, like I said, we got, I think we have about 10 to 12 different callers. We're going to be zipping in and out uh, at varying points in the show. We're going to try and ask them. We're gonna, what we're going to do here, we're trying to broadcast positivity, okay? There's a whole lot of, I mean, these are arguably highly negative times. So I think it'd be important to give folks a little cheer. You know, maybe we step on a few toes and, like, make a couple jokes about, like, a global disaster but I think maybe the true tragedy would be to just let everything be bad and not have any fun with it, you know? So I guess this episode isn't for the faint of heart. Um, just stay with us, and we love everybody. We hope everyone's feeling okay, doing okay, all the families are good. Uh, we're sitting six feet away here in our little quarantine studio. And, uh, oh, of course, first question. Q-Man, any pet peeves? 
we talked about one last night and I, I couldn't think of what it was. You and I. I was sitting, sitting in the den and I was like, wait. You know what really ticks me off? Gosh, I don't remember this. Uh, but that's good. That means you're you're generally yeah generally free pretty from, pretty yeah. Avid listeners to the show will recognize Q Man uh, as from the timeless segment we used to have Q's pet peeve of the week. Uh, Miguel, is there anything specific that people are doing these days that's pissing you off? Oh yeah, lots of things. <laughs> Won't go on. But for time purposes, I'll just say one. Okay. When I come to a four way stop and it's not my turn, but someone waves for me to go. Oh. That is fucking annoying. That's a tough one, right? Because you want you want to just get your business done and have everyone leave as soon as possible. So sometimes that means like directing traffic, and that can I guess rub people the wrong way sometimes. Miguel, do you still um, <laughs> shoot the bird to people under your window at a four way stop whenever you're going? Yep. How does that work on the scooter? I <laughs> I don't do it on the scooter. Okay. Okay. You need both hands to. So it. so to get to our house, you have to go through two four-way stops in a row. And Miguel told me, you know, probably a few months after we moved in, like, every time I go through, I just I flick the person off on either side of me, like, coming the opposite directions. You throw no dual-wheeled? For no reason. You go both hands? Sometimes. Just if there are two cars. Jesus, take the wheel. Fuck these guys on my right and my left. What's any, any reason? Uh, it's not malicious it's more of a fuck you guys i'm rolling through <laughs> i okay i'm i'm there with you um definitely don't try that on the scooter all right what else we're we're moving right on through here great stuff uh we're really picking up um <laughs> i guess so far awesome i guess uh i wanted to ask you guys some of the questions we're going to ask or call in interview people just to kind of set a little thematic unity out uh, throughout the show. Um, so how about we start over here on my left with uh, Quitty Q Man? What we got? Q Man, how has the coronavirus dealio affected you positively? So I'll be honest, I, I've kind of enjoyed. So I, have, I haven't worked in the office uh, for the past week, so I've been working from home. And honestly, thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, okay. Love cool. just being able to chill, spend some time with the dog, sit on the couch and, you know, click away at the computer and, and make calls from, from home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess part of it makes me feel, makes me feel a little bit lazy just because I'm kind of sitting there. But, you know, I'm, I'm able to get a lot of work done and, uh, you know, just not like bullshitting with the people that I work with, like... Hmm. A typical day would be. You find so you find you can actually still be pretty productive. Yeah, very. very. Wow, in landscape sales. Correct. Um, Correct. Interesting. Okay, that's good. So, so that's nice. The dog yeah. thing. Uh, the dog thing's like... awesome. Yeah, Louis will just come curl up. I'll just be clicking away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's been really nice. All right, sweet. That's good really to nice. hear. We go. What about you? Any uh, any positives? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, this benefits both the Q and I. We refinanced the house. Ooh. Because the market kind of took a turn. Whoa. Wait, what does that mean exactly? So we got a better interest rate than we originally got. And now we have a lower monthly note and will save us, I haven't calculated yet, but a lot of money. It's going to be like, in the I long mean, term, like 40 grand or so. Oh, she. Yeah, over the, over the life of the loan. Right. Um, which is huge. I'll say. Yeah. You could send a kid to private school in new orleans for a whole year or two for like a semester (laughs) 
Um, no, if, yeah. If we're still here in super exciting. 10 years. Yeah, if, we, if our children make it to us. All right, any any kind of wacky quarantine goofs or, or like fun, like you see any good memes or meme pages on the internet that have uh, just kind of stood out or any, any stories that have happened as a result? I mean, Miguel, you've still been going to work uh, as normal, right? Do you want me to talk about, I mean, nothing really has happened at the hospital that's much different. I mean, Miguel has to wear but... a mask, which is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you were saying something about um, it sucks having to breathe in your own uh, right, carbon so dioxide. <laughs> I work at a hospital in an administrative role, so I'm mostly in an office. But because someone I essentially live with tested positive, let me get closer or turn it. Um, the rules are: if I'm in contact with them and exposed, I have to wear a mask for 14 days. Mm-hmm. Check my temperature twice a day. Report any. Symptoms. You have to check your temperature twice a day? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, do you do the butt, or do you do the armpit, or do you do the... I have the a... fat In the mouth. The mouth, okay. People do butthole? I think that's the most accurate reading. I'm serious. <laughs> no, I think you're right. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's how you get the... Definitely know what your temperature is. Uh, but yeah, so I wear a mask for 14 days. Just kind of kind of lame i mean i understand it but i worry that the perception i'm giving off is i'm afraid and i'm wearing a mask Mm. because you don't have to if you haven't been exposed it's for people yeah who are trying not to breathe it out to other people it's not necessarily say it's not for people who it has to do with his it has to do with his exposure to kai it's both ways but the reason i'm wearing it is to prevent my breath from going out fair 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 yeah, from what I hear, like, you can't really keep it from, like, if you're wearing a mask and you don't have it, like, you can't really keep it from getting into, like, the mask doesn't really prevent anything. Um, but it does prevent, like, spreading it if you do have it. Right, that's like, okay, that's the main thing. Can we talk about Kai? Can we? 100%. Because that's kind of like a fun so. variable in our equation. Yeah. I got a couple roommate-neighbor hybrids, uh, because I live in the rear apartment of the larger general property. These two gentlemen live in the front. Uh, and so, a friend of the show, Kai Capdow, uh, dating Mr. Matthew Quitzel over here, has tested positive for the coronavirus, causing a little, a little, we'll maybe stir. concern we'll in the general yeah. population. A yeah, little, little drama. I, uh, yeah, how, how does that, what's it like having a girlfriend who's, who's got the, the vid? Is there a Honestly, cool way to say it? Is there like a, the boomer removal? COVID's pretty, I think like a pretty serious, intense name. I think I kind of like using COVID. COVID, all right. Yeah. Uh, coronavirus is a little too fun. I think they like, once it started getting serious, they kind of, yeah, let's, swerved into the science, COVID lane. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Make it a little more intense. Can we say, I have the cocoa? That cocoa? Well, let's ask some of our call-in people if because we need to learn about it because there's got to be a cool, catchier way to say it than COVID, or like a, like a more hilarious one. Yeah. Anyway, sure. What's it like having? A... Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so last Sunday, a week from today, or a week ago, uh, exactly, uh, Kai and I exercised in the morning. We took a nap, which is pretty sip- typical. Take a lot of naps. Love naps. Huge nap guy over here. Woke up in the afternoon. Kai was like, hey, like I think I have a fever. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Uh, so Kai's in healthcare, And so I knew, like, you know, the likelihood of her getting it was higher than most. Um, and so she took her temperature. And sure enough, she had a fever of, like, 100.5. So she was like, all right, like, I'm going to go first thing in the morning. I'm going to get tested. And we'll, like, just figure it out. I was like, okay, cool. Immediately started social distancing. 
Uh, and keep in mind, like, we had shared a water bottle, like, that morning. So, like, I was like, okay, if she's got it, like, surely I'm going to get it. Uh, yeah, how do you how do you social distance 100% with someone who basically lives with you? Right. 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 Share a bed. So, I have a, we have a pull-out couch. It's luckily extremely comfortable. So, oh, I started sleeping on that. What was that? You've been sleeping okay? That hasn't oh, been bad? Yeah, sleeping, like, incredibly. Thank incredibly. God. Okay. Um, Plus, you get to sleep by yourself. Exactly, which is, which is kind of yeah. nice. Um, anyway, so, um, I mean, I love snuggling, but... But when it's also time love, to sleep... Yeah, you just... Back off just a pass bit. Out. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, she went that morning, uh, got the test. She, I think they tested her for strep and for the flu. Both came back negative. They're like, okay, the COVID test is going to take, like, two to four days. I'm like, fuck, okay. Uh, Sunday evening, I texted my boss and was like, hey, look, like, my girlfriend has a... Kai has a, a fever, like... I'm not sure what's going on. He's like, stay home. Like, no problem. So I was working from home since then. Um, on Wednesday, she, or Tuesday came, went by, nothing, no calls. She actually didn't have fever Monday or Tuesday, but she did feel kind of under the weather. Um, a little bit of like kind of a runny nose, pretty bad headaches. Um, but like nothing that was like debilitating at all. Like she was, as far as I could see, like pretty much fine. But like, you know, like we were just keeping her in my room. Like she was staying there. That was her space. I would bring her food. Um, so Wednesday morning, we get a call from the doctor. The doctor's like, you tested positive, um, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay, well, like, like I haven't had fever in the past few days. Like, I'm, I'm feeling pretty much okay. Like, when do you think I can go back to work? And that doctor was like, really, like, as long as you don't have fever for, like, I think 48 hours in, like, no, or no, fever for 72 hours, symptoms for 48 hours, like, you can go back to work after that. And she was like, really? Like, that's kind of, kind seems, of quick, seems like really right? quick. Yeah. Um, and like, unlike anything else we had read for the past three weeks that this thing, you know, was like really serious. Um, so she called one of the doctors she worked with and the doctor was like, all right, like definitely not. Like, let's wait at least till Monday and like see how you feel. So she had to like, like go to the board or whatever and like kind of tell them what their symptoms were. And there was like, there's like a big like committee that like decides like when you can come back apparently. And so. Because they also like really need people. Exactly. But they Less don't want to spread. Yeah, but she, she's also. She's not in anything, like, emergency-related. Like, she's in urology and gynecology. So she's not doing any, like, surgeries that, like, have to happen mm-hmm. then. But she is doing, like, teledoc calls right now uh, just to kind of help teledoc? out. Uh, like, people will call in and, like, it'll be, like, a, a virtual doctor's appointment. Huh. Like, over, I don't know if they, I don't think they use Zoom. But it's some app um, where she can, like, talk to them. So that's what she's been doing. Um, which she likes, you know, well enough. And it's, I think she gets, like, 15 bucks per call or whatever. So it's decent money. Anyway, um... So she really never had any bad, bad symptoms. Like, I don't know that she had anything, like, as far as, like, her lungs were concerned. Like, no issues with that. Uh, the only thing that's still lingering is that she cannot taste or smell anything. This and was an interesting one. Because of all the mucus, not because of some, not because, like, everything else is fine and she just can't taste, right? Because there's a layer of phlegm and stuff coating her throat? No, I think it's, I think it's, like, a the virus, like... Like a direct... Yeah. I think it's like direct result of having the virus. Huh. Is Uh, that... Has other people reported that? Yes. Yeah. But it's like kind of a new thing that people have been reporting, which is weird. Because the virus can... I don't know if it's like changed or what, but because like we never heard about that in the beginning, but like lately, like a lot of people have been like, yeah, like I just can't taste or smell anything. So that's been pissing her off. She's... She loves eating. um, And now she doesn't love eating as much, but she's like, I'm gonna get really skinny great way to lose weight right there you go um so she's fired up about that but yeah she uh she just can't taste or smell anything how are, 
does that concern you kind of just living in your house or like is it are you i mean that's gotta be tough i mean we were pretty careful we were pretty careful it was definitely hard um but like i mean you know we wash our hands a lot wipe down everything often um keep our distance like i mean i didn't touch her for five days that's another thing that sucks about all this yeah people need to be touched yeah my mom's freaking out because she's like she's you know lives by herself and it's it's like normally i could go over there and give her hugs and stuff and now i can't and so she's kind of like she's freaking out um (laughs) miguel what's it like having a roommate who's got it It's, it's tough it's gotta be tough yeah Definitely puts a, a burden on me. So, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> my my first thought was, why don't you just go back to where you live, which would make sense <laughs> to a normal person. But found out she was being a very kind-hearted person, and gave her room away. Can't spell kind without Kai. That's true. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, uh, actually. Um, but aside from having to wear a mask Kai has to live here basically right yeah she her roommate's sister worked for the XFL the XFL obviously got shut down and so in what capacity did she work for the XFL was she on the field I have no idea because that she wasn't a player as far (laughs) as I know (laughs) she wasn't a player um but yeah so she lost her job for the time being and so moved back and then Kyle was like well sure like you can just use my room she pretty much lives at our house anyway so kind of you know that was like a couple days before yeah she she came down with the can't fever, just so do it was give like, wasn't very good yeah yeah can't be an uh, Indian giver is that insensitive I think, I think it is, is now. it sounds insensitive I don't think it is well, that's another whole yeah, can yeah. of worms. Let's not even get. Down. Just forget I said that. I, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> but I can say stuff like "get back in that room," <laughs> or I could. Yeah, that's good. There's a little more yeah. con. There's definitely content going on right. everywhere. Content is is leaking oh, yeah. from the ceilings. No shortage. Like all the jokes and kind of fun stuff. Yeah. My screen time is up by like an hour forty five <laughs> minutes a week. I got my report today. It was it was I think eight and a half hours this week. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Let me fix this whiny dog real quick. Uh, I'm gonna go to you for any questions with uh, or any hot takes for the future. Or, I've got kind of a hot, hot take, takes. sort of related to COVID, sort of not. It's all right. And it's gonna piss you guys off so bad. Ooh, okay. Um, Trader yeah. Joe's overrated. Oh! <laughs> wow. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. That does piss me off. Yeah. Miguel, you wanna you wanna you wanna take this first? Yeah. <laughs> I will. My... How dare you? First of all, who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, although, I will say, today, for the first time, and I told you this earlier, I drew... I wait for Beef to get back in here to let him hear the story. But we can just chat. Why? Can I have some Kit Kats? No. What? <laughs> can you toss me a couple Kit Kats, Hey, don't, don't do it. He hates Joe's. That has nothing to do with that. Oh. Oh, can you get these at Joe's? <laughs> anyway, man smartly. So beef, now you're back. Um, I went to Joe's today. Typical Sunday. Love it. Right, drive over there. There's a line out the door. People are huh. six feet or so apart, and the line was almost wrapped all the way around the front of the building. And I said, you know what? Not for me. Not today. 
I mean, grocery stores everywhere are exploding and doing the weirdest stuff ever. You can't negatively judge Trader Joe's too much by its coronavirus response. But that's not why. That's not why. You have, you, that's you not why. That was part of it. Because actually, Logan and I went this morning, too. Noticed there was a line. Said, fuck that. Turned around. Rouse is right across the street. Popped in, popped out. No issues. Um, but other than that, no, I, I love some of the specialty items that Joe's has. I just don't think that it's a very practical store for, like, your weekly groceries. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, I obviously love the, the three-buck chuck. Um, there are a number of things that, like, I'll go and, like, it's like, ooh, I'm kind of craving that and I'll get it. Mm-hmm. But, like, as an overall grocery, uh, I don't like there. There's not a deli. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I think it just thinks a little bit overrated. Like I don't, I don't know how someone could shop exclusively there. Hmm. I think what helps for me is being able to go when no one else is there because I would totally, I totally get like when I go to Trader Joe's and there is a bunch of people there, people are just kind of like standing in the way and, and it's just kind of it's a small store. So yeah, it's, that, that doesn't even bother me all that much. Huh. I think it's just, it's just not that dope. Wow, I shop ninety eight percent at Joe's. Well, There's I'm, a few items that I can't get, and I suck it up and make the trip to hmm. Whole Foods or Winn Dixie. And I'm with you, Miguel. I just have a fully automated diet sponsored by Trader Joe's at this point, and I don't have to. I don't need. I can close my eyes and walk through the store. And, mm, I mean, all the produce and mm, I love it. I'm a huge fan. It's so cost effective. It's not. It's really not. If it's, you compare the cost of the food at Trader Joe's to the food at Winn Dixie's. Or when Dixie, would you notice a pretty drastic difference? Or even like Sam's and Costco. I guess I mean I might. It my, seems... my data. My data is probably going back pretty far. Yeah. Just like I said, because I've just so automated the whole thing. But so yeah, maybe I'm just talking out of my butt. But I think Trader Joe's is is just quality food for a quality price. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it ain't broke over here. So there you go. I mean, I respect it. And I, again, like, I go to Joe's every now and then and get stuff, but I just think it's a little bit overrated. That is a hot take. Don't you go to Fresh Market, which has traditionally been a little more expensive? Fresh Market is a little bit more expensive, but they have very good deals on Tuesdays for their meat. So that's what I normally go get from there. Hmm. Also, if you go in there right now, not very many people. And they have the best OJ in the game. OJ? Hand-squeezed OJ. Well, not hand-squeezed. Machine-squeezed. Right in front of you. Oh, oh! So you get to watch, watch the kill. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And it's delicious. Little Tito's mixed in. Shout out Tito's. It's the move. Wow. Okay, that is a that's a pretty hot take. I'm gonna need to digest that and and figure it out. Seeing as my chemical composition is about thirty to forty percent vegetable fried rice, chicken fried rice from Trader Joe's. Um, Miguel, any hot takes on coronavirus? Let's try and stay thematic here. Um, Trump, maybe he he purposefully sucked in the beginning so he can be the hero at the end during the re-election year. Uh, maybe Corona the beer is behind all of this just so they can get more name, like spotlight name time. Like how, how's Corona, uh, how's that, it's a publicly traded company, right? How How's their stock doing? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that they're doing Poorly. Worse. So maybe it backfired. But Andrew Williamson did tell me a joke. He said that Bud Light asked... I'm sorry. 
Nope. Nope, I already ruined it. Oof. All right. Miguel, you know any good jokes about this? Yeah, sort of. So Corona asked if they could pay $10 million to change the name off of Corona. And if Wait, they yeah, who's in charge of naming it? Yeah, I don't know. But they asked if they could pay an additional 10 to who change it to is in charge, Bud Light. Who is in charge of naming it? Wow. The World Health Whoa. Organization yeah. didn't even mean to do it. Also, A lot I've of jokes we had there, too. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> Miguel, you know any jokes about coronavirus? Right? Yeah, Andrew Williamson mentioned one a few weeks ago. He said that Corona asked if they could pay $10 million to change the name. And they then said they would pay an additional $10 million for it to be the Bud Light virus. Bud Light is a virus. Pay who? They. Them. The... <laughs> the League of Science. They're just going to pay $10 million and change it. To, to, to yeah. Amoebas Weekly. Yeah. To Miriam Webster. Uh, but I, the most interesting thing that I have seen, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's some textbook from... 2008 or whatever that said in the year 2020 a respiratory virus will come and you know kill thousands or whatever is this it the says. Mayan calendar thing? No it's <laughs> that was 2012 um, and I said that it would disappear as mysteriously as it came only to return 10 years later and then never to be heard of again that's oddly specific yeah supposedly it's from a textbook from 2008 so that would mean that this will be over in a few weeks, and then when 2030 hits, it'll be back, and then we're never going to hear about it again. I, I sure hope so, Miguel. Uh, it might be kind of high time for our first caller. What do you guys say? You guys ready to take take this into, uh, into the danger zone? Yeah, who we got? So first up, someone's calling into the show. His name is Chris Ebersol. He's actually uh, First Cousins to Matthew from over here. He's a friend of the show. He's been on once with Matthew. Uh, I think it was like episode 11 or so, something forever ago. Oh, and Chris is not here right now. Um, what do you think he would have said? Man, probably just like a long, long ramble of some pretty funny things. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was hoping He's for. good talker, yeah. Um... Okay, well then I guess I'll just fire into our Joe's, next yeah, caller. Um, ooh, uh, Mr. Giglio, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all. Can you hear me? Sure well, enough. You sure can't. You are sitting, well no, you're sitting in, I imagine, Seattle, Washington. We are sitting in a live recording of the Snuggly Dragon Podcast, episode 104. Thank you so much for calling into the show, my man. How's it going? Oh, it's my pleasure, you know, uh, Long-time listener, second-time caller. Uh, I, I do have to warn you, we are joined by Mr. Michael Greasaber and Matthew Quitzel. Oh, uh, what's up, legends? What's up, dog? Miguel, you want to say anything uh, to Jeff? I, I texted him earlier today without knowing he'd be on the show, so... Well, pretty pumped for what a delight. Two and one. That's that synced-up energy there. You, got, you love to how's, see uh, How's everybody uh, managing? Pretty good over here. Um, for my part, uh, going a little stir crazy. Won't lie. Getting a little worried at how early on in all this we are. When you when you sit back and realize like 
it's going to be another month and a half at least of quarantine. Um, it's kind of kind of wacky. So taking it day by day, I suppose, trying to stay positive. Um, or not COVID positive, but just trying to stay uh, centered and happy and good. Uh, do you guys have any... Any hot takes for Joe? Any, any yeah, Joe. Uh, I've heard Seattle's kind of one of the one of the hubs, much like New Orleans. Um, what's it been like over there, man? So we are in the midst of, I would say, week four of quarantine, hmm. and y'all had you like know, it's, uh, what's that? Y'all had like the first guy to die in the United States, right? So we had the first confirmed case. That, that person had family here and traveled straight from Wuhan to Seattle. And um, that's how the first case got over here. And that was detected in mid-January. So January 19th, I think, was the date that they confirmed it here. Hmm. And then, you know, like, you didn't hear much the rest of January about it. Um, and then late February... Um, you know, you heard that it went from one to six, maybe, and then it was in the double digits, and then it was in the triple digits, and now it's uh, in the quadruple digits. And yeah, it's it's been uh, I keep referring to it as an alternate reality now. Yeah. You know, it's the the new normal um, of just everything looking like a movie set. You know, a bunch of props. Or scattered around the city, but a lot no of lot of tumbleweeds, kind of just blowing yeah. off into the horizon. Yeah. Well, here, yeah. Joe. Let me yeah. let me kind of let me take this gravy train and and zip it towards um, the thumbs up station. Uh, how is how <laughs> is yeah. <laughs> sorry, not, not my best segue. Not my best segue. How has this whole scenario affected you positively? Positive. Yeah, any silver lining in here? Uh, are you getting closer with young Alvin the dog, or the chipmunk, or uh, what, what do you what do you got in there? Yeah, that's... this is uh, this has given uh, me and Kelsey a lot of quality time with our snuggle pup, as we like to call him, mm-hmm. uh, little Alvin Kamara Jr., <laughs> aka little Benny, and uh, we've been spending a lot of time with him. We uh, thought. <laughs> Since we're both home right now, uh, what better time to get the young pup neutered? So we took care of that around <laughs> week two of quarantine. And uh, we went through the recovery stage together. And uh, How, Why yeah, Why is this a good time, morning. if I can stop you for a second, why is this a good time specifically to, to s- remove reproductive organs? <laughs> well, let's just say the young lad was We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Luckily, haven't gotten yeah, neutered right. ourselves, but definitely been through this. Definitely right. been through the and, phase. Uh, right now, unexpected contact is unwelcome contact, and so we had maybe two weekends where we took him to the park, and uh, you know, took him off leash, and you know, he. We're still working on the recall, as they like to call it. Oh yeah. Um, and so uh, it's just it, it, between that, you know, and. The fact that I've been working from home now and will be working from home, they pulled us not to expect to be back in the office before June. 
So, uh, we have quite some time left. Um, yeah, people are taking it really seriously here. Um, really seriously. I feel like, um, as I've been, like, watching what's been going on across the country, especially back home, I think we had 1,000 patients before Louisiana had one patient. And I'm pretty sure that Louisiana's already, like, passed up Washington um, in terms of, like, total volume. And uh, I'm not sure what it's been like back there. Obviously, I haven't been home, but have, have you been able to really feel it around the city and stuff? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Miguel's going to take this one. Yeah, there's, there's no yeah. traffic on the roads. Everything's shut down. Uh, it feels... I mean, I don't want to get all Marvel Universe on you, but it, it feels like after the snap, right, half the population's gone. What's the snap, Miguel? Can you fill us in, who, us who don't know? This could be a while. This could be a while. Give us a, the three-sentence breakdown. Half the population is just... Thanos snaps his fingers and half the people die? <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just gone. Huh. Jeez. So yeah. in this instance, obviously not half the population yeah. of New Orleans has died, Joe, just so you know. Um, but, uh, but you just don't really see a lot of people out and about. Um, well, I guess out and about, like, in public places, but, I mean, I will say that, like, like, we have, like, a running trail a couple blocks from our house, and, like, I mean, we passed by that today, and there were, like, probably 40 people, and, like, I don't know if I've ever seen more than 10 at a time. Mm -hmm. It's, like, people are out and about, like, exercising, which I think is one of the good things, um, you know, yeah, kind of just getting out and about. Thing I've been trying to do yeah. uh, in this this time of confinement. It's a great time to get healthy. You know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Joe. Before we let you go, because we got a whole panel of callers. Um, any yeah, yeah. any hot takes? Any predictions for the future or predict predictions of the past? That doesn't. Any just post predictions? Wait, no. A prediction should be of the past because it's pre. Sorry, having a little etymological breakdown over here. Don't mind me. Any hot takes? No, it's not. R E colon coronavirus. Uh, you know, better not take my football. Oof. That's huge. That would be hard. Uh, I'm really excited to watch the Tigers defend the championship this year. Ooh, a a historic season. Yeah, I heard from a trusted source that works in the in the industry. So uh, don't be totally surprised if they do cancel the season, which is a, which would have a huge effect across all sports because college football is such an industry in itself. But I mean, beef, he, your man LeBron. Yeah, I was going to ask you. A, he was probably on his way to a seventh final defeat. I mean. And all of a sudden, it's just snipped up underneath him. I, I mean, heard... There. I obviously thought they were the favorite, man, especially with Giannis going down yeah. three games before they suspended the season. I heard kind of like a wacky Las Vegas plan. Apparently, Vegas is like one of the safer places in the country, and they're talking about like doing stuff there. Um, the, I read this bizarre mm-hmm. article about they might do a very truncated postseason um but i that was a couple days ago and i just i guess i don't really see how that could be possible but yeah i guess nba finals aren't gonna happen this year huh? i mean it's, it's trending that way i mean oh goodness it, it is definitely trending that way and 
responding that way. But uh, hot take, I think that we need to uh, get through the month of April any way we can. You know, uh, Q2 is going to be a bit skewed for everyone. Mm. Just got to get through it. You know, you force yourself through a keyhole, and uh, you know, you never know how you'll come out on the other side. So just, uh, just got to get through it. You know, just got to manage and stack positive days right now. Absolutely love and need that, Joey. Thank you so much for your contribution. Stay positive, stay safe. Give smooches to the pup and the and the bay. And uh, we love you here over in New Orleans, and we miss you, buddy. Yeah, I miss y'all too. Hopefully this will get over soon, and I'll be home before we know it. But uh, y'all want to get a little VHH popping? Hit me up. VHH. Oh, virtual happy hour, anyone? Ooh. <laughs> What about a V? What about a VPH? Ten steps ahead of you, bud. VPH. All right, coach. Virtual power hour. (laughs) All right, boys. Y'all be safe, and uh, y'all after this clears up, come get some nature up here. Yeah. See you on the other side, Joe. See you, Joe. Much love, bud. Thanks again. Wow. Okay. Seattle, Washington. Ground zero. Joe's made for radio. Oh yeah. Not not a face for radio, but definitely got the the personality and the voice for radio. Um, any, Miguel, what you got? Before the next call, I've got a phone holder that locks to a table. Would you like me to get that for you? I appreciate that, but uh, I'll be okay. It seems, it seems like the toughest thing in the whole world to even try and figure out right now. Wow. Chris Ebersol, kind of blowing it. Oh, never mind. Is this, uh, do I have Mr. Christopher Ebersol on the line? Is this he? This is he. Ooh, the ever-elusive but clutch Mr. Ebersol. We are in the we are in Snuggle Studios with Michael Greasaber and Matthew Quitzall. Say hello to uh, hello to Chris, gang. What up? Hey, Chris. Hey, boys. How we doing? Oh, man, living the dream, feeding a baby, and watching this uh, iHeartRadio concert for the COVID virus. Which oh, my God. Pretty, uh... Have they done Imagine yet? Selection of artists, so I'm not <laughs> Who, who's headlining that? What's iHeartRadio? Uh, so Elton John's doing it from his uh, from his home, and he's having multiple people call in from around the world. You've seen Billy Joe Armstrong so far. You've seen Lady Gaga, Lizzo, uh, Sam Smith just sang, Demi Whoa. Lovato's singing right now. Like just um, everyone just... sitting in their personal homes and and yeah, video chatting people in. Are singing huh. just. Al Natural, literally using only acoustics in their living rooms, which is pretty sweet. That is sweet. Yeah, that's kind of um, dope. Chris, how how are you? How are you holding up? New young father uh, in one of the quote most dangerous cities in America right now. What's going on over there, bud? Man, let me tell you something. Um, you know, for Morgan and I to be new parents with this, it's um, I would say the anxiety levels taking it to a a whole new place. Um, obviously trying to stay calm, but also having that apprehension just sort of lurking right under the surface the entire time. It's a, it's a harrowing experience to be Great a word. father. At, yeah, absolutely. During this, during this time, it's, you know, all I want is for my kid to make it out on the other side. This is one of the moments in history where, you know, you have conversations with people right now that immediately turn to this. I mean, it's an inescapable part of our society right now. You know, I'm going to be able to say, hey, you you were a little kid. You were a baby. You don't remember this. Let me tell you how this went down. 
you know, because I'm I'm the one who's responsible for you now. Now. Yeah, jeez. Well, I was already a stay-at-home dad. You know, I was already a stay-at-home dad. I've been I've been trophy husband. For a few months. Trophy so husband. Having, oh yeah, yeah. Look, absolutely. I mean, I try and tell Morgan that all the time. But you know, to have a child that you're responsible for every single day. Now it's 24 hours a day. God, I I just give it up to all the stay-at-home parents that do this for a living. It is just a task and a half, and then when you're already putting these parameters on what you can do outside, is my heart my heart goes out to all those people who do this for fun. Hey, you got a big heart, so that's not a small statement, my man. We're uh, we're mining we're mining for silver over here in Snuggle Studios, trying to figure out. Uh, any any positive ramifications of all this nonsense? Has has your life changed for the better in any way? And please don't say no. Um. Yeah, it has. You know, Morgan's been home for a few days. You get sort of these um these decompression periods from a high stress job. She is in the medical field, like most of our friends or spouses are in. Um. So having her home for a few days while being an essential employee has been nice. It gives her a couple of days for that sort of decompression period. Um, but let me tell you something. Just It sounds so cliche, but the value of human interaction, mm. you know, we talk about being on the phones all the time and, you know, going out to dinner and seeing people, you know, looking at screens before they're having actual social interaction. You know, God, how we have taken that for granted now that we are being told to stay home and not go out and do these things. You know, you almost crave to do something like that. Yeah. But you're told you're not able to. Yeah. Um, Try so being in the dating know. scene. You think you got problems trying to take care of a child? Try try making out with a new girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something, man. Um, I haven't hugged my mom in, like, almost a month. Wow. So, you know, it's for somebody who's, a, who's an absolute unashamed mama's boy... Um, it sucks, you know. I, shit, I want to give my mom a hug. You know what I mean? I I hear um, you, brother. I broke honestly. I like I think it was a week ago, a week and a half ago. I was like, screw that. I just had to hug my mom, and that's kind of something we've been what we've been discussing is like, where do you draw the line between being a good citizen and and obviously trying to flatten the curve and whatnot, and and meeting your human needs and hugging your mom and and you know it's it's a tough absolutely. little gray area. And, and, you know, like I said, cliche again, it's just stuff you take for granted when you can do it anytime you want to. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, and it's, um, you know, you don't think about it and you have these selfish, you know, human instincts of, hey, like I said, I want to hug my mom, but my mom is, you know, interacting with my grandparents who are, you know, 91 and 87. So, you know, God, even if I'm asymptomatic, you know, she's going around them. What if they, what if they get that? So it's not me I'm thinking about. Anymore. Right. But like right. I said, just, but, you know, to twist that, you know, the amount of human compa- compassion that is shown in the midst of something like this. You know, I don't want to compare it to, to 9-11 because that shows the whole patriotism thing of what America can do when people sort of, you know, start to put their differences aside and come together. But, I mean, right now, I mean, you're seeing people just looking out for each other just mm-hmm. because that compassion really is there, even though even though it's so hard to look past your own problems at some point, you know somebody out there has it worse, and you just sort of want to show love any way you can. And, you know, to be able to go and, you know, like I said, let's go back to the hug thing. Be able to go and hug somebody after all this is over. Oh, it's man. It's going to be one of those things that you'll remember for the rest of your life. 
God help the next girl that I make out with, Chris. Oh, same here. You know, that would be the case even if coronavirus wasn't an issue. Why is this guy locked up? You know what I mean? It's just, it's insane. It's, oh, God help, I don't make out with that girl before you do. That's all I'm saying. You, I hope, I hope simultaneously, maybe, maybe I'll call you after we get off the microwave. microwave. The radio waves, and uh, we can uh, work something out. Q, do you have something for uh, your cousin here? No, I, I, well, I was just going to say that, so Friday night um, was one of the most fun nights I've had since all the shit kind of started going down, and it was because I had two giant Zoom group chats or group calls, mm-hmm. one with the fam, Chris was involved, uh, and one with the boys, and honestly, that was just like such a hoot, Those just like great. getting back together and... Seeing them, and I feel like, you know, like we're kind of spread out as a group of friends, uh, slowly starting to kind of come back together, and people starting to move back to New Orleans, but, like, I don't know why we didn't do that more, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's an excellent point. Uh, just, like, yeah, have, like, a, a, a Wednesday night, you know, just you all know, the boys grab like a beer, that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I it, mean, technology, Jesus Christ, you're talking to John, who's, you know, 2,000 miles away. Exactly. Right. And yeah. Seattle doing his stuff, and then Chuck's, Chuck's just... You know, he's 4,000 miles away from John, you know, sitting over there in D-Town. So, yeah. No, it's, it's great. An amazing experience. I thought, I thought it was going to be, like, kind of tricky and lame because I don't know if you've ever tried to FaceTime with multiple people at once, but, like, that's different because it's one phone and, like, four or five people in a room and it just it's always kind of awkward and it's like, who's talking and blah, blah, blah. But this, it's so fluid and it's hilarious. And, like... There, there are ways that the camera cuts to whoever's talking, and you can upload your own background, so you can have the guy with the big black naked guy as your background. <laughs> there's a lot of, oh, yeah. lot of ways personality can uh, can peek through. Chris, we got a whole slate of callers calling into the show. So, final question for you, if you uh, if you don't mind, any coronavirus hot takes, any juice, any. The, the man behind the curtain, any, this will be over soon, this is overhyped, any uh, Trump, no, Look, any, what, what you got? Let me, let me say this, I have been blessed for the past four years to be in this groupie with all of y'all circle. It is such a diverse and hilarious group of guys, but let me tell y'all, y'all are so accomplished in every field you go in you know you're both y'all are mostly the only people that i that i interact with socially who have graduated from college you know what i mean (laughs) y'all are honestly so cool in y'all's fields and we have so many smart doctors and healthcare workers in our group that dude those guys crush it man you know for them to be able to you know sit there and have a social life with us while they're probably in the midst of the biggest shit storm of their entire lives is pretty spectacular and even though you know we have a lot of open dialogue in that group it is just so nice to be able to have guys who are grounded and giving you actual factual information on all this sure. stuff and shit my heart goes out to them bro and honestly i say it on all the time but seriously it is i can't imagine to be in their shoes right now and you know what a, what a solid group of guys like you have trevor and john chuck and all these guys and patrick who are just absolute ballers yeah do their things you know what i mean that is a liquid hot magma piping take not just a hot take chris thank you so much for calling in we love you we appreciate you i think your praise is a little overblown i think you're just dealing with a couple you know normal guys just trying to do the best they can but uh we love you we need you 
Congrats on having an adorable baby. Uh, anything before we let Chris go uh, from the rest of the room? You the man. You the man. Love you, boy. Love you. Talk to you soon. Stay safe, buddy. Later, You're boy. great. All right, peace. Love you. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me down by not answering the phone off the bat. Immediately just just swung for the fences. We love you, Chris Ebersole, friend of the show. Um, And I love what you said about... I mean, there's positive ways to take this, and that's like where we need to take it, right? Because it can't just be all gloom, doom, this sucks. Like, we got to figure out how this is going to be good and how it's going to work. We got a pretty hilarious next guy. There's no way that this goes through. Uh, this is a 14-year-old kid from the cult in the woods that I belong to. Uh, every summer, I, I whisk away to the the Palisades mountain range, and um, there is a ridiculous young gentleman by the name of Jamie Riley who joins me there, and his whole family, and his mom said this was okay, so nobody freak out. Um, Where does he live? Jamie Riley. Are you there, sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. <laughs> he is Jamie, you uh, thank you so much for uh, for your participation in the show today. Uh, you're you remember Michael Greasaber? Did you ever meet him uh, during the summer at camp? Uh, short dude. I mean, yeah, no, that that's the probably the he's biggest. Than you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's you, correct, but he's he's probably the shortest of the guys who who have gone up there so far. But yes, um, him and then another really tall one, Matthew Quitzall. Uh, you might not I remember. Come two years. You might not remember him. Uh, he was from a while ago. But Jamie, please uh, say your full name and how old you are. Uh, I'm Jameson George Riley, and I just turned 15 a few days ago. Happy late birthday, my man! Congratulations! You'll, you're serving up hotcakes at the dining hall these days, huh? Uh, well, just for a little bit. Just bring you a little sea chef, you know. Okay, a little sous chef going on. Um, I appreciate your time, James. We uh, were kind of scouring the nation of all ages and geographic ranges, trying to figure out how this whole... Uh, have you heard about the coronavirus thing? Have you heard about that yet? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's all over, you know? Right. It's it's, uh, it's sweeping the nation, sweeping the world. Uh, so we're kind of... we're. Investigating different walks of life, trying to see what's going on, uh, how how the kind of grassroots real people, how they're taking this experience. Uh, can you share with us maybe how the virus has positively affected your life? Has there been any, as a result of quarantine, you get extra smooches from your mom or, uh, or anything cool like that? Um, so basically, just, you know, no school is kind of enough for me. Not so some other people, maybe not, but I get more time to, you know, hang out outside some days if it's nice. And, I mean, other than that, no school work is a really big stress reliever. So you don't and have any like, homework or assignments or anything? Y'all are just finished and done? I mean, for, so we had two weeks and then they added another week. So starting tomorrow, I will have school work so I don't have to, like, make up these days. Mm-hmm. So, um, the school work said it, it should only take about an hour, so there's not too much, which is a lot better than going to school for me, but otherwise, I just can't really see my friends, which I'm really used to. I always see my friends after school, so. Yeah, I'm sure, you got a lot of friends. Come on, you're not fooling anybody over here, Jamie. Okay, Max. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, okay, good. Well, I like your positivity, my man. Uh, any kind of, you're in Pennsylvania, is that correct? 
Okay, any kind of wacky local news? We are reporting live to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Do you know where Louisiana is? Yeah. It's a little little farther away than uh, than our New York um, territory that we usually meet up in. But tell me, tell me what's going on in Pennsylvania. Do you, do you know anything? Uh, any kind of crazy people running through the streets or what? What's going on? I mean, Pennsylvania is usually pretty boring, so not much has changed. But yeah, uh, like, I mean, yeah, there's like some stuff, but there's not like any big breakouts right now. There's a few in other counties, but right now my area, Montgomery County, isn't really blowing up or anything. Kind of like New York, Philly only has like three hundred something. Which isn't too bad for how many people if you think are actually in three hundred confirmed yeah, cases. Not, uh, yeah, somewhere it, around in that. The, in area. the county or in the whole state? In the county or in the whole state, Jane? Uh, that's just in Philadelphia County, and we're not so mainly the city. Oh, okay, gotcha. I see. I see. Um, okay, well, any, have any kind of wacky thing, like, what have you been doing in your, in your now lots of free time? What, what, what do you, what have you been up to? I mean, I just, like, play video games with my friends, that's basically God. all I did right now. Well, We've been watching TV shows and everything, that's what are you watching? what everybody's getting up to. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead? Are you old yeah. enough to watch that? No one's on it. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm enough to watch it. You're very mature for your age as well. Um, so that, that, that checks out. Um, all right, Jane. Well, uh, question I, over here. We, we have a, we have a question from Michael, uh, coming at you. So just turned 15, okay. right? How was the, the birthday? What'd you do for the party? I know things are kind of on lockdown right now. Your body's changing. Oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so like, for my birthday, yeah, everything's kind of on lockdown, but I got some parts for my dirt bike and everything, so I had a little bit of something to do. You got parts for bike. you got parts for your dirt bike? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's mainly all I got. Nice. <laughs> and stuff. What's the coolest, biggest trick you can do on your dirt bike? I don't know. I don't really do much that much. I just, you know, trail ride up in the mountains with my family on Easter weekends and stuff. So I just like ride right around. I can pop a little bit of wheelie, but not too much. I'm not like some okay. crazy Travis Pastrana dude. <laughs> I don't believe you for a second. Uh, but so for the birthday, you you kind of had to scale it back. Normally, you'd have, you know, hot air balloons and fountain dancers and stuff. But you had to kind of take it easy this time. Yeah, I'd be running around with friends and stuff usually, but you know, I had. To deal with it, I haven't even gotten all my presents from my last friends because I, I can't talk to them. But yeah, I just kind of scaled it back, and my mom made a wonderful dinner. Oh, so, I mean, even though I couldn't get to get to like Red Lobster or Olive Garden and whatnot, it was still really good. <laughs> I got a few things. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, one more question for you, Joe. First, First of all, Jamie. Jamie, presents from the boys, coolest thing I've heard in a while. We don't even exchange gifts, we've been friends for like 16 years. Um, so that's awesome. So hope hope you get them soon and hope they're badass. Uh, second thing, one of the very first things I said when the quarantine period like kind of started and all the schools got canceled was like, damn, I wish I was a sophomore in high school again. Not a junior or senior because I feel like that would have been like a little too much. Like I wouldn't have wanted my senior year to got, get cut short, but like who gives a shit about sophomore year? You know, all I wanted, all I could think about was like, damn, the one day sophomore year 
in the spring, there was like a big storm. School got canceled, and we just played Halo 3 as a group the entire day. And just imagining, extrapolating that over like the course of an entire quarantine period just seems like one of the most fun things ever. So just live it up, buddy. Keep doing your thing. Keep playing video games with your friends. Uh, and just know this is probably never going to happen again. So just uh, enjoy it. Yeah, that's about all. Uh, Jim, do you have any anything you want to say to the universe, uh, to the hundreds of thousands of people listening with bated breath right now? What, what, is, your, <laughs> what is your your message for them? What What do you want to share for the rest of the world? I just want to, you know, shoe off coronavirus because you know Sarah and Kid Twenty, special hearted place. Yeah. You know that sucks. Yeah, shoe off coronavirus. That's my new. That's my new catch. New hashtag. Yeah, shoe off corona. All right, Jamie, thank you so much for your contribution, brother. You did great. Uh, enjoy your youth. It's the most precious resource of life. You're doing a good job. We're all proud of you up here. Tell your parents we said hello and thanks. And uh, see you in four months. Buddy. See you in four months, hopefully. All right, peace out, bud. That was awesome. Wow. The kids of the man. Remember being so fourteen? Yes, yeah, you turned sophomore. fourteen as a freshman. Yeah. Would you? I don't know if I would want to not go to school as a freshman because, like, wasn't it fun and, just, and exciting to be? He just turned fifteen. I think it's sophomore he, he year. said he just turned fifteen. Fair. Would you? Would you prefer in high school as a fifteen-year-old to just be off? For the rest of this semester, one hundred percent over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're young, like you said, you're young enough to wear whatever. Like nothing's being taken from Jamie yeah. at age fifteen. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's like oh, you can't walk across the stage or like. Right. He's not like quite in the phase where he's probably meeting a lot Bam of girls chicks. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully or maybe not. Hopefully so, but maybe not. I mean, at that point, we had started to form kind of the base of our friendship group and were being kind of social, going to parties. I think I would have been bummed out about that. Right. I mean, we would have still hung out. I guess, I mean, I see, I see kids riding bikes all the time. Yeah, I think we still... I mean, like, I haven't heard of any 15-year-olds who have, like, come down with the virus and gotten really sick. Right. I just feel like most families are probably locking their kids down and not letting them go out. I mean, the point you made, though, is, is huge. Like, seniors graduating from college or from high school, yeah. especially high school, like med school doctors who don't, like, uh, one of our callers will probably tell us more about it in a bit, but, yeah, they're, they're taking, like, normally you're supposed to, for your fourth year of med school, you get, like, the last three months off. You can structure it so your rotations, like, and you figure it out. They're, they're saying, hey, good news, you graduate right away and you start work tomorrow because they just need doctors and people Dude, to like deal with this that sucks yeah so yikes um but you gotta love a just a precocious 15 year old my, my, my man's gonna my man's gonna run the world um we have another philadelphia caller coming up a gentleman by the name of kyle morrison let's see where he is oh he already okay he jumped to the top of the list right here um any kind of any fun Philadelphia jokes? He loves Philadelphia, so if you can. Talk I have a few shit. South Carolina. Oh. Just shit talking, just because they were terrible this year. Good, 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 good. Um, all right. Well, here we go. Oof. Sorry, I'm drunk. 
Hey, this is the Snuggly Dragon Podcast. Max Fisk speaking. Do I have the pleasure of Kyle Morrison's presence? Yes, you do, man. Oh, oh, my gosh, dude. You know what? Can't complain right now. I got a bottle of wine. I got two of my closest friends, so Matthew Quitsaw and Michael Greasehaber, are also in the studio. Say hello. They What's said, going on? They said, be, uh, referring obviously to the fact that you're a bird. Uh, that's a whole rabbit hole we won't bore our listeners with. But Kyle, thanks so much for calling into the show. How's it going over in wherever you are? Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, not much to do. That's the only problem about this uh, whole quarantine kind of situation. Yeah, but, uh, it sure has settled down one's social calendar, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure. When was the last party you went to? Last party? Um, I don't know. We went up to Vermont like two weeks ago. Okay. Um, and that was like right when the start kind of happened, so we had to leave a day early from our ski trip up in Vermont. But, uh, Oof. Yeah. And how old are you, Kyle? Yeah. For uh, anyone on the show who is unacquainted with you. Uh, I am 27 at Philadelphia, born and raised. Uh, you know, I got in trouble with a couple of guys outside of school um, one time, so I had to move to Bel Air, but that's about it. I'm sorry, you might, you have to, you're, you're kind of breaking up over here. Make sure you uh, enunciate your consonants. Yes. Uh, you got in trouble with the law for putting your pants no, where? Was, it was one little fight. No, I was kidding. It was a, uh, I see. It was a reference to a TV show. Um, pretty funny one, actually. <laughs> with Will Smith. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm back. I'm back with you. Uh, Kyle, first question, if you don't mind us kind of throwing you on the hot seat. How has this whole coronavirus pandemic positively affected your life? Is there a result of quarantine that's kind of been kind of fun? Maybe maybe you've been hugging your mom a little extra or uh, anything you can share with us? Not much positive, I would say. I guess just, um, you know, because my mind's pretty, you know, it's pretty neutral. I'm not worried about much. Um, I don't have to pay for, you know, gas or anything, which is nice. Um, is that a a Pennsylvania specific thing? They're just they're just pouring out gasoline and all the tap water now. <laughs> no, no, it's more that uh, I just don't have to you know drive to work. Ah, so, I see. I thought you yeah, walked to work. Save some money on that. Uh, Michael Michael queried whether or not you walked to work. I used to, but I got a job about new job about. Uh, a year ago. And, hey, nice. Uh, well, congrats. I probably should already know that. Yeah, so now I, I should be pretty good at this because I work from home three days a week and only commuted twice a week, so. Oh, wow, well, okay. So you're kind of a middle ground guy to where um, not too much has changed, but you're definitely feeling the effects. Uh, absolutely no silver lining to be gleaned from this situation? Um... I'm reading a lot more, I guess. Which Ooh, is nice. there we um, go. What are you reading? Well, uh, right now I'm reading. Um, the title. It's um, Crazy Horse and Custer: The Parallel um, Between Them, I think. Crazy Horse and what? Sorry, we're having a little difficulty Cust- hearing you. Crazy Horse Custard. and Custard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, as a. People who don't know, a history major from the University of South Carolina. 
That doesn't sound very interesting. It actually, it is. It's the comparison of two um, historical figures that not, I mean, people know about General Custer, Custer's Last Stand. Um, hmm. I thought he was from Clue. Native American. Um, oh yeah, this is Colonel Mustard the, from the, the popular board game, is that correct? Q-Man had something uh, over here uh, yeah. for you about South Carolina, Camo. Uh, you mentioned, Camo, uh, that you're a history major. I honestly didn't know that. Um, South Carolina going 4-8 and eight in the SEC, this, or in the uh, in football this year. Probably didn't put too much in the history books, but LSU season uh, being probably one of the, arguably one of the best teams in college football of all time did. Uh, what's your take on that? Um, my take is uh, well, as a you know, a very big South Carolina fan, uh, we didn't really have it this year. But um, you know, we did beat Georgia, which was a you know the one. That's true. That was huge, and that was honestly huge for us. Yeah, thanks for doing um, that. Didn't we also beat Georgia? Yeah, you will. Yeah, beat the shit out of them. But LSU, you know, they're my you know my second team. We have the Mass West teams. So, I love that. Um, good. Since I've been to a couple games at, at, at the real Death Valley, because um, that other school. Um, the team that you guys put ass open on. Um, we're with you over here, bud. Um, yeah, Camo, sorry, the phone connection is just abysmal, so we're going to jump you to our last question. Uh, do you okay. have any hot takes about the whole coronavirus pandemic? Have you uh, have you heard any kind of inside news? Is this a stock market uh, marketing tactic by an evil corporation? What, what juice do you got? What gossip do you got? Uh, I think maybe the end of the month we should kind of get things back to normal. Um, hmm. You know, just everyone just kind of stay at home. And, um, you know, it actually is a good time to get into the stock market because things are a little low. But maybe wait until the end of next week or end of this week, sorry. See, that so, confuses me because whenever I hear about things like that, it's like if it's a good time for everyone to buy into the stock market, then everyone buys into the stock market and it's no longer the smart move like don't you have to be a step ahead of the curve not a step on yeah. like on the curve so yeah um i would agree with you there but prices are very low and i don't think that you know the world's just gonna stop um so if you get in the right kind of uh, market um let's just say for example i don't know um united airlines they're not Look too hot, and they they might have to you know ground all flights for a week or so or two. You never know, but um, it's at like thirty two, and let's say what was it? It was like a couple months ago, six mm-hmm. months ago. Was it like nine ninety? So you know, but I'm not a stock market guy. I just like to kind of get my feet wet a little bit. Yeah. Just dabbling. Yeah, no, I like that. We got a couple of young investors over here as well. So. Um, Kyle, dude, you've been great. We got a whole panel of callers we got to get to, but uh, is there anything else yeah. you'd like to share with the universe uh, before we let you go? Um, yeah, just wash your hands. You know, have a you know, let's all stay safe out there, and uh, hopefully we can move past this pretty quickly. I'm with you, bud. Did you order your copy of Beef Meets World? A millennial philosopher yeah, runs away to Australia. That's my next book. Oh, okay, another one for the history books for sure. Um, all right. 
Camo, you're a bird. You're the man. We love you over here. Um, I love you too, bro. Thanks so much for calling into the show. See you in four months. Thank you. Right. See you later, bud. Take it easy. That one was tough because the the micro. I, I think he's got a, a very relaxed um, baritone voice to him, and it was kind of hard to hear. And I don't know if anyone's going to be able to understand a word of what he said. It kind of it kind of sounded everything. like he had his phone on speaker, was resting it on his chest, and was like watching TV at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but we love Camo. We we love him. He's great. Uh, sounds like. Sounds like we've covered Pennsylvania, and we can move on. Or do you want to? Please. Kinda, you want to remain there for? A do we have more? any more in Pennsylvania? No, that was our, our final uh, Pennsylvania. Um, Not sure we captured it. Uh, any any comment on stock market? Any Miguel? You don't. You just got into the game, right? Just into it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, comments. So I, I'm still very very green, extremely green. Like I don't even really do any research. I just kind of. My main research is tiger droppings. They have a money talk board, and it's basically just like people just like, hey, like, what should I invest in? And people answer. Yeah, but if um, that happens, like, who would be like, find a good stock, buy it, and then tell? Why so would you tell other people about it? If I it? could, you may not know this, but I have a minor in personal investing. Oh, I didn't from know. From LSU, that. so I'm. I didn't know that either. So you're qualified. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm well versed, but. Reverse. I know a thing or two. At least, yeah. Anyway, by the time you hear any information, the market's already going to reflect like that. Yeah, yeah, right? But what Kemo was saying was everything's so low right now, no matter what you get into, it's probably going to bounce back at some point to where it was before. Right. But, like the companies aren't going to go out of business, but a lot of them are. But some not of the big everybody can, can gain, can win at the same time. So if, if we're all winning, like if, if people are buying stocks and whatnot, doesn't that eventually. Something has to give to the point where who, well, who comes out negatively on that, on that end? Probably no one. I mean, if you were to buy something at what Kyle was saying, 30, and it goes back to where it was at 90 at its peak, right, you've gained 60. But if everybody buys it it's, at 30, it's, then it's everybody's not, not as worth it. Yeah, it's, it's not like... Everybody can't gain. It's not like gambling where the casino has to make money. These are businesses that are... Their stock prices are based on their revenue. So the person who sold is essentially the loser if you were thinking yeah. about it that way. As long as as long as long you don't sell your stock when it's negative or when the share costs less than you buy it for, then... You get money. Then, well, then, then you, you can just sit forever. But I guess or the company it's, itself is what loses because... You don't want your stock prices to be low. You want them to be valuable. As a buyer, you want all stock prices, prices no, no, no. to be low. The, the company itself, like United Airlines, they lose when everyone buys their stock low because everyone's getting a good deal so, for like a, of a little piece. I could be iffy on this, but everything you're buying is not necessarily from the company, right? I bought it and I'm selling it to a third party. So the company has already made their money because they sold a share of their, of their stock. Right, so unless they mm-hmm. do, I forgot what it's called. But so they sell it to like Wall Street or whatever, and then Wall Street trades basically. Yeah, on they say, all right, if you want to buy part of my company, you can own this share, and they make it available to a consumer. Then I buy it, then I own it. And if I sell it to someone else, the company's not gaining or losing anything from that. When you go public, you, you have a certain amount of shares that you sell for a fixed price. And then you're done? Well, it's not fixed. 
it starts off out at a certain price, but then it but it's that's what you get depend- it's, for it? it. It varies depending on how well the company's doing. Right, but like, let's say, all right, I'm a company. I'm about to go public. That always sounds like it's a good thing. You you like make a lot of money when you go public, right? Right, because you're people are investing in your company. You give them a portion of it, and they give you money. Right. So you, the company itself just sells out in like a good way where they get a whole bunch of money and now everyone has shares and now these shares are going to change in value but me the company I've taken the money and run at this point unless they do another offering which sort of devalues the consumer shares who already has them macroeconomics what the heck I don't know how about we transition into our next caller a young filmmaker from New Orleans, Louisiana. His name is Emmett Crockett, and he's hilarious. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a real cool, stylish, funny guy. I believe he works as a camera assistant in the local film industry. Um, Mr. Crockett, do we have you on the line? Yeah, I'm here. Ooh, here we are, my man. So you're sitting, you're virtually sitting in a very tastefully decorated ornate very expensive studio where we're we're uh, recording the snuggly dragon podcast uh i'm sitting next to mr matthew quitsaw and michael greasehaber two close associates of mine uh gentlemen say hello to emmett crockett hello what's up emmett Uh, emmett would you mind summarizing your life in one sentence Awesome. Okay, I'll I'll, That's a good I'll, I'll buy that that book. Uh, speaking of buying books, Beef Meets World: A Millennial Philosopher Runs Away to Australia, in stores now on Amazon.com. You can order yours. Uh, Emmett, thanks so much. We've uh, kind of been scourging the countryside, trying to gather various takeaways from this kind of wacky thing that's going on. Have you heard about the coronavirus yet? Uh, no, not yet. I haven't heard. You don't really read the newspaper? That's kind of been one of my favorite uh, recent jokes is pretending like, oh, is something going on? I don't really read the newspaper. Gotten a lot of laughs from that one if, uh, if you want to steal yeah. that. I was, I was giving that a shot. <laughs> I was trying out that bit. Um, well, well, anything uh, we can promote on your end, uh, Emmett, while we kind of have you here? Is there anything uh, we can draw traffic towards or anything you're, you're oh, working yeah, on? Oh, yeah, actually, I, I do have something to promote. Um, okay. So in about a week's time, um, my partner, uh, Zena Zeitgeist, a burlesque performer and producer here in the great city of New Orleans, Louisiana, Ooh. has put together a play. She's written a play, like while most people were sleeping or playing video games throughout this whole uh, quarantine crisis, she's been diligently working and she, she adapted the play uh, Waiting for Godot. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so she's, she's just finished it. It's 80, 86 pages at this point, I think. And uh, she's adapted Waiting for Godot to be about um, burlesque and to be about drag performers waiting for a show to start that never starts. It's an absurdist adaptation of the, um, the classic play Waiting for Godot. So that's going to be live streaming online in what's the date? Gonna be live streaming this upcoming Saturday. Ooh, cool. Okay, we were we were about to ask how the heck anyone's gonna see it. 
Um, but it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cast and and ready to go. Thesocietyofsin.com has tickets, and the tickets are basically the proceeds are going to go to um, the cast members and the writer and uh, director of the show who are uh, performers here in the city. Basically, those performers uh, no longer have any source of income just because the uh, they're all self-employed. They're not eligible for unemployment um, under the current uh, under the current system. So they're like uh, the, the government is trying to include self-employed employed people but at this point it's, it's still a, a pretty bad cluster so those people aren't really able to get access to those funds at this point so basically it's like but the tickets are by donation and those uh, ticket prices are going to go directly into the pockets of some performers who um, aren't actually able to work during this time like everyone else but these people aren't eligible for the benefits that a lot of other people are eligible for right okay well we'll include kind of the links and, and everything in the in the podcast description um that's awesome okay an absurdist repainting of an already a very absurd story uh emma oh, yeah, it's like double absurd feels silly and fun i've been reading it ab absurd absurd uh emma can we kind of talk to you about your your coronavirus experience we've kind of been asking a bunch of people different questions uh up number one how what silver lining do you got? How has this positively affected your life? Is there any kind of well, quarantine specialty that's that's actually been fair weather? I mean, I, I would say what's been good about it for me is that, um, I mean, actually kind of a couple of things. So, like, uh, I, I work uh, in film, like, I'm a, um, a camera assistant on a TV show, so the film industry is pretty much shut down, and, uh, like, that's not a silver lining like we kind of don't know when that's going to be starting up again but when we are working in film our hours are pretty grueling like i work you know at least 13 to 14 hours uh, every day like every day of the week so that's you know i'm talking 70 hours a week and uh when i'm not working during the week i'm typically just like sleeping and eating Emmett has has caught the virus and he's no, he's no longer able to speak. Is that the case? All right, having a little technical difficulties here, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll try and get Emmett back on the line so we can finish his riveting tale about um, just it's kind of you think like oh I'll go work in the movies and it'll be sick and it's like it's rough work like he said it's. It's like you do night shoots, you do long, long hours, you're standing up the whole time. It's it's tough. Um, anyway, sorry to have lost Emmett, but uh, that that play sounded pretty wacky. Waiting for Godot, I've actually read it. Uh, I took Good an English you. class in a summer intercession that was strictly about absurd, like the absurd. And so there were a ton of different... You just needed stories. a credit for like... Oh, it was just like to make my fifth year that much easier. Okay. Um, and yeah, we read a shitload of stuff. Waiting for Godot is one of them and it is terrible. But I'm sure the play is really fun if it's like <laughs> a joke on Waiting yeah. for Godot. That's like the classic like absurd play, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not a big absurdist but in that sense. Dude, the class was... When things don't make sense and... Yeah. Mm, you missed me on that. Um... But there, yeah, their thing sounds sick. Uh, Miguel, any any comments on anything you just heard? 
Uh, watch that guy's play, huh? Watch his play. I looked him up on Facebook. It's his girlfriend's Wasn't trying to freak oh. him out, but... Um, He's got a burlesque dancer girlfriend, which is... That's pretty cool. It's juicy. It's not not juicy. Uh, all right, moving right along to our next caller. Uh, this My phone says Young Dolphin. Is it, do I have the correct number? This is Young Dolphin. <laughs> Hello, Young Dolphin, uh, a.k.a. We Mace Treyarch. Animal noises. We're, uh, yeah, we're getting very animalistic tonight. Um, Mace, dude, my man, thanks so much for joining us on the show. We got Miguel and we got Q-Man. Uh, we're kind of just firing through people. Well, here, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, summarize your entire existence in five words. Uh, uh that's one. Purple. FB's get M. I am a dolphin, bro. Books of medicine. All right, he's blowing it. We're so we're talking to a uh, neophyte doctor in training. We are. This guy's in med school. He's living in Shreveport, Louisiana. So he's one of. Uh, he's he's a guy who's doing actual rotations. And you're getting your hands dirty during all this nonsense. Is that correct, Mason? We were. Uh, we have since been suspended from all clinical rotations. Oh, wow. Um, we're, we've been moved to online curriculum, uh, which is a snooze fest. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Xbox. You can add me on uh, Xbox Live at mtrayi1. Is that like a thing... Is that a thing you want? Like, do you want a lot of friends on Xbox? I don't think it's as, <laughs> like... Prestigious? I don't think it's as, yeah, as, like, Instagram followers, but... Um, it's probably not as cool when you're 28 uh, as it know, is when you're 16. Up and play some COD. The boys have been buzzing recently. You've been doing a lot of... You've been calling lots of duty? Yeah, I just uh, was on it earlier. Okay, interesting. How's your kill ratio looking? Is that a thing? Kill death. Yeah. My KD, it's pretty low, Tom. It's probably like point nine. <laughs> That's not good. Ooh, you're we're getting no. we're getting uh, negative reactions from you over here. I anyway, Mace, uh, c- quick question: How has COVID nineteen positively affected your life? Well. Um... I can sleep in until about noon these days and uh, not get yelled at, <laughs> which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah, I um, guess I guess a lot of people I, are sleeping a lot more. That's a good thing. We haven't heard that yet. I'm sleeping a lot. Um, when I was on my surgery rotation when all this kind of uh, came about, and I was, you know, waking up at five thirty, uh, wasn't cooking breakfast at the house. Um, so now, wake up, you know, kind of on a beef schedule around like 11, kind of make some breakfast around 12, uh, get my day going. Go, I get to, you know, sit outside more, enjoy some sunshine. Yeah, your boy's got a, like a good bronze coming in, honestly. Cool. Are you doing quarantine um, mustache? I haven't really done like just mustache in particular, just kind of a, like a white trash rough going on right now, but um, I just kind of wanted to grow it out and then, you know, make something happen from there. I, I can't really grow a stash. 
Interesting, really interesting stuff. Um, Mace, how, talk to me about what insider medical field knowledge do you have like that's going on? Like what, 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 what hot takes, what kind of juicy quarantine stuff do you have for us that uh, maybe we haven't heard yet? I mean, I, I really haven't stayed up to date um, as far as like, you know, the epidemiology of the virus and how it's, you know, predicted to affect so-and-so. Every once in a while, I get the updated numbers on the cases for Louisiana. Um, I think we're like 3,500 today, maybe. Whoa. Um, in Louisiana, I know. I think there's about 250 in, in Shreveport and I think maybe 150 deaths in Louisiana. Jeez. So, I heard. Bad, man. I, I heard a guy say that he heard a couple guys say that like everybody's gonna get coronavirus and it's kind of just the hope is that it this happens over the course of a couple months but like is everyone just gonna contract it i mean if it's anything similar to a normal kind of common cold people could be exposed to it uh they could i guess maybe be asymptomatic or not as you know they don't get as hit as hard as you know their elderly um, family members or people with, you know, comorbidities, depressed immune systems. I don't know whether it's better for everyone to just kind of be exposed to it, develop some type of, you know, community. Definitely um, not at the same time, but. Right, right. Um, but a couple of uh, people that we know have it or had it seem to, you know, handle it well. So I don't know, man. I, I, I don't want to freak anyone out, but I also don't want to just be naive to it. So I don't know where I fall. I, I'm not licensed to, to give medical advice yet. <laughs> Fair, yeah. So maybe we should proceed with caution. Um, all right. Well, so so no kind of any like wacky coronavirus stories that have happened. I mean, I saw you had a pretty cool party um, with, you know, less than 10 people, of course. But uh, has anything hilarious or unexpected and fun come of this? What we're doing, we're trying to stay positive in these trying times. So, uh, is there anything you can I mean, add? the internet is just winning all the time. <laughs> the, the memes that people are coming up with um, are awesome. Um, everyone, I'm sure, has seen the uh, the big naked black dude at his bedside. Yeah, what's up with that? What, what what is that all about? What that that was from porn? It's been around for a minute. Um, just cause it's hysterical, but then like right when it started, there was like a link that went around that was like major coronavirus update or something. It's you just... click the link and it's just that dude's dong. Well, that guy and that his dude? dong. He's some guy. He's a porn he's not star? Someone some said guy. he's dead, no? His name he... is Barrett. Yeah, he was, he was a porn star. <laughs> okay. Poor guy. I don't know too much about him. I know that, uh, and this is probably from like a little Wikipedia bit. He was in a like an adult film called like Motion in the Backfield or something. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, uh... sounds like you just heard that through the grapevine. <laughs> oh yeah. Like... I don't have any real wacky. I don't have any real wacky uh, CDC kind of Corona stories. Yeah, that's why we're moving on to our next caller. Um, I got a question for Mace real right. quick. Oh wait, we got we got a question for you from. Mace. Not really relevant for from COVID. Did uh did your dad get a Tesla? 
Okay, I, I saw, I was driving today, saw a guy in a Tesla that was like, I'm 90% sure that's Jimmy T. Um, so I just wanted to see. It probably wasn't him. Yo, you guys want to call Jimmy T and get him on the, on the, on the cast? Um, At some point, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that in the future. It's a, it's a little bit of a logistical nightmare trying to figure that out on the live recording but uh we'll definitely be in contact with the tray eyes soon we appreciate you guys mace thanks for doing all that you do um keep smiling that million dollar smile you got and uh, we'll talk to you soon buddy all right buddy everyone read Max's book oh yeah beef meets world uh it sounds pretty cool see y'all later all right peace out boom Okay, that's pretty good. We're going to do one more call, if you guys can uh, bear with us here. Um, but, oh. what's up? So you texted us a bunch of names. Do we get to pick who we call, or? I'm just kind of, we're just running into, we, we got we to gotta leave pretty soon. So I was just going to consolidate this last one to Jordan Schwartz, because I wanted to end on like a hilarious, obnoxious kind of guy. Is he funny? Uh, Jordan Schwartz? No, just kidding. I'm a pretty huge freaking fan. Um, he's currently road tripping from Los Angeles to Lafayette. Uh, so I think he's going to be on the road uh, oh my as God. he phones in. Yeah, dude, that's like a day. Why? That's like a t- it's 30-something hour drive. Yeah, we can ask him. That's brutal. We can ask him. I drove to Los Angeles from New Orleans once. It was, it was pretty rough. Whoa, uh, Mr. Jordan Schwartz. Is this to do? Is this he? <laughs> I can hear you pretty good. Can you hear us? I can. I'm at, let me uh, actually let me. Yeah, make yourself comfortable. We're right now. We're weaving a, a a picture for our audience of the kind of gentleman you are. Um, I would say loud, pretty, pretty jacked. Oh, let me hear this. I would say pretty jacked. Um, very obnoxious, impressive. He's got a good heart and um, decent at sports. Uh, Jordan, you're you're in the studio with me, Matt Quitzaw, and Michael Greasaber. Uh, just so you know. Ooh, yeah. Greasaw. Ooh, you say Grease Dog or Quitzaw? Wait, did you say Quitzaw or did you say Greasaber? I said both of them, my man. You're talking to both of them. Say hey, say what oh. up, boys. What's up, Poppy? Hello, Jordan. What up, kid? <laughs> What's going on? Our... Right, give me like, give me like a three-second, more like one-minute uh, pause. I'm about to connect these headphones. Um. All right, we'll do our best. We were kind of, kind of holding you up for the last minute and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy's that. funny. We're gonna save him for last. But uh, yeah, uh, not really fair. Kind of putting yeah, you just, in the climactic yeah, role. Yeah, just shut up and hold. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we hear you exactly as we did before. Uh, Jordan, what's going on, buddy? Where are you right now in the universe? Uh, I am in some fuck uh, somewhere around Los Angeles. We are, uh, well, we were gonna, we were, we were, we were gonna be driving to, uh, to Lafayette, Louisiana, was uh, crossing the mines. Um, but then, you know, now we're kind of like, I think we're just going to stay put. Oh, wait, so you had, a, you had a road trip planned from Los Angeles to Louisiana, 
but in light of yeah. recent events, you're just you're turning back and you're going back home. Yeah, so we're so we're we're staying in we're staying in LA, Los Angeles. Um, we were thinking about going to uh, to Lafayette just because. So we're we're in like our apartment here, and uh, it's a good sized apartment. But as you can imagine, with the whole stay at home thing going on, you know, like we don't have like you know like our own like backyard, front yard, all that jazz. Jordan, let me stop you right there. If there if there's a person talking in the background or a radio going on, why don't you go ahead and click mute on that? Hold on, hold on. We are live on the radio. Uh, brilliant, interesting stuff here with Jordan Schwartz. And I believe that's... Live. I believe that's... That's Kelly in the background. That was going to be my guess. So this is a... a Primarily audio format here, Jordan. So, um, kind of crystal clear audio is is the name of the game here. Uh, so, reach over, right, I'm, I'm give good. her a slap. Oh, okay, cool. I want to hear the slap. Close your vest. <laughs> um, okay, so you are not. You are no longer coming back to Louisiana. We are not. Wow. So, um, so we, yeah, basically, yeah. So where we are. You know, we're allowed to, you know, with the whole stay-at-home thing going on, we're allowed to go, I say out and about, but, like, you can go for walks uh, and things like that, but, you know, they encourage stay six feet away and all that. Um, but where we are is a super, like, popular area. So, as you can imagine, everyone's wanting to get out because there's a lot of apartments and townhomes where we are, so everyone's wanting to get out. So it makes it a little harder to really, like, go right. out and enjoy like clear the mind for a walk because you're worried about getting around people everywhere. Yeah, yeah. can you imagine being in like New York City or something? Like, uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. I, 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 I'm like, honestly, I'm like shocked by people who, uh, who live there. Like, if I had family anywhere else, like, I usually would have left and just said, like, basically go into there, like, you know, try to go quarantine somewhere for 14 days, make sure you're not sick, and then, you know, stay elsewhere. But, I guess that's the hardest part is, mm-hmm. I mean, if you were, like, if you had, if you had a friend in New York and they're there during all of this going on and they're like, hey, I'm trying to get out of there, can I come stay at your house? Like, you know, would you really, like, be that, like, comfortable with opening up your doors to them? No, man, it's an unprecedented, bizarre time for sure. Uh, what we're trying to do, though, is stay focused on the positive. So can you, like, w- what's going on okay. in your normal life now? that you can appreciate as a result of all this stuff. Um, what, what, what's the silver uh, lining here? No, I'll say this. Uh, you know, when you get on social media, uh, I feel like a lot of times social media can, like especially right now, can be a negative place. So you see all of these stories, of, for instance, like these, these doctors and nurses who are going into work every day. Uh, you're seeing these stories of, people going out to buy groceries for an older couple. Um, Kelly's sister actually made friends with a lady in her neighborhood who's, you know, 80-something years old, and so they go and get groceries for her. And, I mean, sweetest, sweetest lady. So you see stuff like that, and that's obviously, you see the the good in people. That's that's actually, you know, still out there that maybe we're not hearing so much about. Um, And, uh, you know, I mean, I just think, like, you see these bigger companies and, like even companies like ours chipping in to make masks and things like that for the people who need it 
Um, and to be honest with you, it just gives us, obviously, we've been at our apartment, you know, for a while now. And uh, I don't know, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, like, I like to read, but I started reading books. <laughs> that. No, we've heard a couple people uh, talking about that. Um, what are you reading yeah. these days? So I'm reading a book right now called Den of, Th- uh, Den of Thieves. And it's about, it's a true story about these, like, four kind of, like, Wall Street, uh, uh, Wall Street mobile guys who, like, essentially were getting away with jipping this system for, like, 20-plus years. It's pretty wild. <laughs> I think I saw a movie about that. Wolf so, of Wall Street? Pretty sweet. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what you need to read is Beef Meets World. A millennial philosopher runs away to Australia. You ever heard of that one? I saw that. I, you know, I've heard of it, and I heard the ratings right now are through the roof. Oh, internet uh, sales, baby. That's the industry you want to be in. I love that. Oh, I'll be getting on that. Don't you worry. Great. All right. Word. Well, uh, Jordan, any kind of uh, hot takes for uh, the rest of us to think about? Any Any predictions? Any kind of insider intel you got for us over there on the West Coast? Um, I'm going to say, because my work, I do a lot of work in sports, so I'm going to say that everything will be back. I don't know in what form, but I will say June, we'll see sports start to get back, which I think will be a huge morale booster. uh, Relief, yeah, for people. Uh, Are we going to get the NBA Finals? Yes, and I'm going to say because of this layoff, the Lakers who are coming in hot don't win it. Ooh. And I'm going to roll with. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go Clippers, Bucks, and I'm going to take the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA championship. This Isn't Giannis year. gone? Yeah, unless he. And that team is loaded, and I think they can. I think they can beat the big dogs in the West. Hmm. So I'll take the Bucks. And, uh... The Kawhi Clippers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm going with, I'm going with Giannis to win it all. Okay, all right. That's, that's, I'm trying to think, you know, that's really it. I don't, I don't have any hot takes now. Well, in this, in this time frame right now, there's not going to get hot takes about. No, not yet? No, no Trump, uh, if, what is it called, I conspiracies? Think Trump I think Trump, oh, I was, no, but I was going to say, I think, I have no, like, political preference whatsoever. I'll just state that. But uh, I think Trump wins re-election easily. Like, easily. Oh, God. I I, I know, but I, I think... How does he lose? There's, I, I don't think he loses. It's a good question. I guess I just don't my, want... I just think he's such a buffoon. I don't really want him to win, but I'm not... I don't well, know, I know. Who, who's going to take I, him I, over. I completely agree. I completely agree. I just don't think he's going to lose. Word. All right, Jordan Schwartz, avid Trump supporter. Thanks so much for calling into the show. <laughs> Jay Breeze, you stay safe over there. Tell, say, uh, tell Kelly we said we love her, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. I will. Love you guys. Good to talk to you. Love you, Later, too. dog. Gonna, Drive safe. The show's going to... You know, we're putting on, but I'll leave you with one closing word. It's a question. Why do you park in a driveway but drive on a parkway? Hey!
that those are the kind of big questions we like to ponder over here, Jordan. And once we figure it out, we'll email you at max at snugglydragon.com. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Love you guys. Peace. Okay, wow. Whew. All right. So you kind of feel that's like a, we have a grasp that's of... That's a lot to uh, digest. <laughs> I think we have... We got we got out west. We went to Seattle. Went to Los Angeles. We went to Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. We just snuck around a little bit in New Orleans. Went north. Um, we did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before... Oh my God. I will say, we did not get out of the States. We didn't get any international callers. Yeah, I was expecting be, more. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I do have a friend uh, in who lives in Italy. She's Italian. She lives in Verona. Whoa. And, yeah, she says it's insane. She's like the Attention. Collapse. We've Maybe got hats. Yeah, for sure. a limited time, I repeat, I actually we've got the other day. hats. They're black snapbacks with snuggly little living. dragons on them. Order your <laughs> limited <laughs> edition <laughs> snuggleware that, but that from would apply snugglydragon.com today. That's what he said. Crone smokes a lot of jokes. That could be the reason that he's so strong. Snugglydragon.com. His what? The jo- the s- cigarettes that he smokes? Yeah, he rolls them himself. I-, I took one puff. I said I have to go home. <laughs> got coronavirus. We got left the party. <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. All right. Wow. All right. Before we wrap up, how can we make the world a better place? What um what do we what do we say? What do we do to move upward? I think if we have a little perspective, right, if, that is, if this had happened 15, 20 years ago, we'd have no internet, no cell phones, what would you do? You wouldn't watch Netflix, you wouldn't scroll through Instagram, or you'd be so bored out of your mind. I think we Jeez. appreciate what we have right now. Good point. And move forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can... There's so much to do. Of course, we're getting spoiled and, and annoyed, but, like, cooped up. But, like, yeah, we have catalogs of Parks and Rec and, like, infinite ways to amuse ourselves. I wouldn't... Yeah, what do you do? Like, go out and milk the cow some more? Like, no. If this were 30 years ago, maybe not. Definitely. Good point, Miguel. Come on. Wash your hands. Yeah. Enjoy the downtime. Because, you know, the bottom line is, yeah, like, there is downtime right now. Uh, so yeah, use uh use the time wisely. Think about the things that like when you're super busy at work, like oh man, I really wish I could do this. Actually do them because you have the time to, or you may have the time to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh yeah, appreciate your your family and friends because not being able to see them for a while really makes you think like damn like I really just like miss like would have hugged the homies with a my lot parents. harder. Yeah, if exactly. I'd known it'd be like this. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's going to pass. Just know it's going to pass. Yeah. It'll be good in months, hopefully. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I'm kind of similar as vain, but, like, just stay positive. Like, the, the true tragedy would be this, all this awful stuff happens and we don't find any good coming from it. So, like, you come on. Life is tough. That's in the freaking fine print of the contract of existence. So get used to it and do the best you can. This is an opportunity for growth and love and self-reflection. 
And uh, that'll do it uh, for me on this guy. Anything you guys want to drive traffic towards? Any philanthropies or Call of Duty usernames or anything uh, we can get from you guys? Yeah, uh, gamertag Matthias102991, my birthday, uh, M-A-T-H-I-S. Uh, I'm going to try and get Miguel to hook up the Xbox and make it work tonight, and I'll probably be on it all day tomorrow. Okay. So, yeah. All right, sweet. Miguel? I'd like to give a shout-out to our close friend, Logan Samuel. Got a birthday tomorrow. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. Lo- okay, this episode of the podcast is dedicated to Logan Samuel. Happy birthday, bud. You deserve it. Keep up the good work. We got we to get, uh, get him some presents like Jamie's boys do. Oof. I was going to say we should roll his house. But <laughs> Whoa. Toilet paper is that's a scarce a commodity these days. So that's not funny. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Good luck. Peace. This is a commercial for my new movie available on Amazon.com. It's called The Horse's Ass. It's a short film. When four wild bridesmaids lose the family engagement ring during a raucous bachelorette party, they bring to court the suspected culprit, their stripper, Centaur. Here's a little audio teaser just for you. The stripper stole my engagement ring. Time out. Did you really eat those scorpions? My client is a proud member of a stoic race of mythical creatures. He stuffed me like a turkey last night. I am Phaedipides. Let the record show that he is a total dick. Are you sure you passed the bar? I have never passed out. Not at the bar, not ever. Pagan whores! Pagan whores, your honor. The defense calls Jean Latifah. I drove them to a ladies' establishment called Floppy Richards. I accidentally touched her booby area. Fuck you! Yeah, I pulled that tasty little wallaby out of the sea turtle tank. It's very true what they say about horses. Huge. We centaurs live by a code. Our gold must be earned, our women powerful. And preferably with massive breasts. Fantastically, I consent. But you gave it all up to become a mythical slut bag. Objection, your honor. If that sounds like it might float your boat, give a little click-see on that link in the podcast description. Check it out, giggle, and maybe even leave us a nice thoughtful review on Amazon describing your experience. Bless you, my child.